0: That's his, why don't you put your glasses on? Uh, well, because when I put my glasses on, I have to—I have to look
1: over, be over here to see it.
0: But when I don't put my glasses on, I need—I actually need um, some.
1: How can you not see that? What? Do you I... need a monocle?
0: No. I, what I need is—I need some of those glasses that Larry Grayson used to wear, where he, he has them on a chain around his neck.
1: What, like a librarian?
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, no, I do honestly. I, I, right, okay. I have a monocle. <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Looks Like We Made It. I'm Izzy Howell and I'm joined by my dad Chris to talk all things video marketing. We are the father and daughter who run the fabulous video production company Howell Film and each week we will be discussing everything like what happens behind the scenes on our projects, getting results from your video content, how to start using video in your business and plenty more to come.
0: Uh, We'll be joined by some wonderful special guests including our own awesome clients from all kinds of industries as well as our own film crew and even our own family, blimey, to candidly converse about creativity.
1: On this episode we are answering the question, how do I put on a hybrid event? So without further ado let's get started and of course never miss an episode every Tuesday by giving us a follow or subscribe as well as finding Howell Film on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn. Let's go!
0: So how, how do we how do we put on should we or or how do we put on a hybrid event? Wow! Well,
1: first off, you should. Oh, well,
0: you definitely should. <laughs> everybody, everybody should be doing events. Um, well, I suppose the first question, like like all things in in business and all things to do with video marketing, um, the question is, should I? You know, is, is it? Does it make sense? Could
1: is, I? Would I? Yes. No. But should
0: <laughs> I? Is it? Is it commercially viable? Um, is it? Is it technically viable? Uh, is it something that's desirable to do? And, and assuming the answer is yes to that, um, then I suppose we should set the scene really about what a what well, a hybrid think, hybrid event is. Actually. Well,
1: hybrid events have become more of a thing since the pandemic, Absolutely. and that's something that everyone has had. If you're in business, at least you would have had an experience of one kind of virtual or hybrid event in some description, whether that's even like a a Zoom hen party or a a sort of, you know, conference or whatever it may be. Everyone's had an experience of some kind of event that's had to go virtual in the past 18 months. And now what we're entering into now is a new landscape where you can choose between going to an in-person event and going to the venue and getting a coffee and seeing people in person or staying at home and doing it all virtually as you were a year ago. Or... Or... I,
0: well, uh, firstly, I've not been invited to any Hindu, but, <laughs> but um, what I would say is there's a there's another option which is you might if for the events taking place over two, three, four days, whatever, you might go for a day and you might think, oh, that's mm. good, I met some nice people there. Um, there's some interesting business um, angles there for me, uh, but the second day I'm going to watch it online, and you can, or you could even, um, you know, if you're staying locally, you could spend the morning online then go along in the afternoon so i think by hybrid we're, we are we're actually saying that there's a there's a physical event taking place perhaps a bit smaller than, than 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 previously uh but there's also the event being being streamed uh either as live or recorded well, you can as mix live. and
1: match your experience essentially is yeah. the the best yeah. the best way to do it and and that includes as well like i mean we've done events where the actual auditorium's been sold out at one point, so they've had to feed the actual thing into different locations as well. So you can weirdly go to live events that are watching another live event. So yeah, it, it gets yeah. so deep. You could go. You yeah. could go really far yeah, yeah, into it. you can It have but... a, you, you, you can get a bit
0: matrixy, can't you, yeah, sorry. So, essentially you, can have, you so you can have a room um, that's at the event, but isn't actually in the main in the main room, but watching what is going on in the in the in the main auditorium. I mean, yeah. we, we've done we've done quite a bit of that, but I but I think that the um, you're right the landscape and the expectations of uh, events exhibitions um a- anything where there's a where there's a kind of a live interaction i think that you're right people people understand that a lot more now mm-hmm. that the you know the the whole landscape of you know online um offerings uh, is is you know it it's all there now and pe- people know when, when you when you say hey it's a live stream event or it's on it's on youtube or it's on facebook live or whatever they actually know what you're talking about whereas in the past we they, it was almost kind of Ooh, but it was not, a very sure small
1: pool of people who would do it and that would be in particularly for circles of people or industries that would operate globally so anyone who was sort of wanting to speak to people in different areas of the world at the same time would do that but it wasn't part of our everyday. i mean how did you find that real sudden shift from live to virtual because we as a as event providers we found that really weird to go from being right in the action to sort of putting on a different experience yeah yeah. i
0: suppose from my perspective it depends which hat i'm wearing if i'm if i'm wearing my i'm running a um a video production company specializing events well obviously at the beginning (laughs) of the lockdown it was traumatic because our order book went from full to. To non-existent on that basis um but as as wearing my md's hat where i kind of want to know what's going on i want to go and meet people i want to I want, you know i'm interested in innovations in in our industry and others um yeah i think i think a lot of people in business found it quite traumatic saying that <laughs> um you know attending an event is mm. is a huge commitment you've got the Physically, you know, you you well, you've, got to, you've got to get there. And, yeah. Often you've got to stay overnight. Um, you've it's a day out of your diary. Uh, whereas, you know, the, we as an attendee, I've quite liked the fact that that I can say, okay, I can block out, you know, a couple of hours in the afternoon. You know, get online, um, and you can actually get on with your day as almost as normal. And you and you sort of dipping in, dipping out, and also you can cherry pick the speakers you really want to listen to. Um mm-hmm. you know no no disrespect to other people, but there's but you know when when you think actually that person is somebody I really really wanna really want to engage with and then you can actually you know really focus in on what they've got to say um without you know without sort of having a whole day to kill um but then saying that the flip side is obviously you know everyone knows the limitations of a of an online um event because you don't have those yeah, new, that those connections, those connections but... that that kind of the nuances about. You know, relationships and, you know, but eye contacts and stuff.
1: I think what we found by putting on hybrid events is that it's for the people who want to go in person and enjoy it in person. They can. And so you can make that travel, you can do that networking, you can make those connections. But say, for example, you yeah, you live quite far away or you have commitments at home or at your job, but you still want to learn something or gain something from that event. 100%. That's the that's the thing. It's, it's You can choose to do the traveling and you can choose to do that. But when you've got that option to, I just want to absorb something and enjoy something in the moment and then have to get on with my day, it means that as an event provider... I found that the the options or the opportunities to get more ticket sales in. I know there was a, there was the panic with virtual events initially that people were going, oh well, I can't sell a ticket full price and I can't do this and that. But now you can have almost like an infinite amount of ticket sales. Um,
0: absolutely. Well, I mean, in a sense, if you think about it, the the, the beauty of a of a hybrid event um, is that it's utterly scalable. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, both in terms of the technical delivery from the from the filmmakers or the you know your AV specialists um, you know it can be one camera one person uh, one connection and that's it that's your live stream right the way up to a multicam you know loads of cameras loads of audio loads of graphic sources tons of you know on the fly editing going on Um, and it's utterly scalable whereas you know, in previously, if it's a, a purely a live event and you've you know you've booked out the Albert Hall and you've sold fifteen tickets, then you then yeah. you're into blimey, this is gonna this is gonna hurt. Um, whereas whereas a you know a hybrid event, as I say, gives you that gives you that flexibility and that scalability. And you're right that that you know you've not got to sell. All your tickets at all at any price because gosh you know gosh we've got to get bums on seats. Yeah. In reality, you can have you know we we you know we've worked in in auditoriums I don't know sort of two thousand two thousand seat auditoriums and and, and above. Um, you know when when there are when there are even sixty percent full. That forty percent empty is really glaring, and the organisers... And, and it just has a you know in, in the old days it had a look of oh it's not well attended. Yeah. You, you might have you might you know you might have a thousand people there who, who are all paid and all loving it, but the fact that those seats are empty
1: mm. kind
0: of knocks the edge off the event. So the beauty of the hybrid offering um, is obviously that that you can have a thousand people, fifty people, ten thousand people—it doesn't really matter—and. Um, they can, you know, they can watch it live. They can interact live. But then they've also got the option um, to watch again, depending on the platform. You know, if the, if the organizer wants you to put it on on YouTube, af- YouTube after the event or whatever, people then then people have got another another bite at the cherry. So, mm. um, so I think that the the scalable nature of, of hybrid events is is really important.
1: Well, so for someone who yeah, I'm just going to do my two two seconds. Hold that line. Hold I'm so that grab my way. coffee. Sorry, okay Okay. I'm I'm
0: back, I've got my coffee
1: Okay, so if you are, so say you're an event organiser And you've had a live event for, or you've been running a live event for maybe years and years at this point And you've just kind of got your stride and you really enjoy that And then now you have to kind of consider in this new world, you have the option now to do both And you've seen some people going virtual, some people going live You don't quite know what to do how do you move on from that step where does what would your advice be to an event provider who wants to kind of navigate or understand that world
0: um my advice would be to speak speak to a professional speak to someone who doesn't ask the question just, it, just ask it? the question because um as soon as you, you, you the the problem you the problem you've got is if if they if they have an image and they want to maintain a standard then you know a bunch of people from the office holding up their phones in some in some settings it does work, but in reality, there are a lot more pressures on you know what it is you're trying to what it is you're trying to achieve and to maintain the standard. The, if there's no point in having a beautiful, all bells and whistles, beautifully designed, beautifully put on exhibition or event, and then a, an amateurish mm. sort of poor live stream. And again, there are there are a lot of technical which I won't, which I won't bore our audience with now, but there are a lot of technical considerations with a live stream it, it it's very different to you know just facetiming somebody it's 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 quite different to to actually be able to deliver that on a mm. you know on a, on a professional level and to maintain the standard that that you you should be doing
1: absolutely and i think that um with hybrid events as well you don't necessarily have to be hosting two events at once. There's a, there's almost like a, the concept of having virtual and live make can can put the sort of alarm bells in people's heads, thinking, does that mean I have to now cater to two audiences? Yeah. Does, does that mean I have to now be doing my job double time and making sure every type of audience is is catered for? And the beauty of hybrid is that whatever the audience is experiencing in person. The, the goal is of a hybrid event to make sure that that virtual experience is almost just as, it's just as similar. So yeah. if someone at a live event is sat waiting for the show to happen, you can have, you can have the ambience of the room while everyone's getting set up, like you can just make that experience blend into one so the people you're catering for regardless of whether they're at home or whether they're sat in front of you should be getting some kind of benefit from it so when you're presenting or you've got a compare you you can refer to people who are live you maybe even be able to take questions or tweets with hashtags and stuff like that and kind of get them involved but you should never feel like you have to kind of cater to two audiences all the time you should try and unite everyone together by potentially maybe providing like a lanyard still to people who want to who want to attend virtually so a giving vir- a
0: virtual lanyard. yeah
1: giving people like freebies and and access to stuff that and and to speak to people still and and we've had that when we were doing when we were booth virtual booth holders which we mentioned in the podcast episode with paul yeah, andrews where that. we we were it was a bit like zoom but with instant messaging and yeah. stuff but, we, but you could still communicate with people and you can still have that experience of I'm networking and I'm meeting new people, but,
0: but yeah. I think I think that the as long as those channel, as long as it's two way traffic, I think that's the other thing as well is mm. that that the um, you're right the ability to still be involved so mm-hmm. that you're not you're not disconnected as an online user that actually because when you're in the room you know not everyone wants to put their hand up and ask a question but you do feel part of something when you're in an audience you know, mm. you know we we we've experienced this that the audiences take on a personality you know you can have a flat gig uh, particularly music events or you can have a real. you know it's really happening the 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 energy's there and I think there's a there is a danger that you lose some of that online so I think the organizer needs to work hard to to maintain that level of interaction with with their online audience and also as you say so that the audience online feel like they're part of it and there is that two-way traffic Mm -hmm. so that they can ask questions they do feel like they are you know at an event as opposed to you know a, a, a distant viewer saying that though you know obviously like i mentioned earlier you can it is quite handy to be able to sit back and grab a coffee and you know yeah absolutely sort of watch watch you know from afar so yeah um but in terms of of whether that whether event organizers should be doing um hybrid events i think i think what we're going to arrive at is a point where there's an expectation i think there's a point mm. where um and, it, and we're starting to see that a little bit now where we're, we're you know, perhaps some of the, the more traditional um, exhibitions are, are, you know, they're, they're a little bit kind of sti- sticking back a little bit. But but uh, some of the real kind of um, t- perhaps technique more technical um, showcases and more technical events, they they are embracing this and they're saying, hang on, you know, we can get two mm-hmm. bites of the cherry. We can get the the punters through the door, but we can also get the punters online. And I and I do feel that over time, as I say, there's going to be an expectation that. I'm going to either attend virtually or I'm going to attend in person um, or a bit of both and I think that almost that event organizers are going to get there they're almost going to going to have to do it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now it'd be interesting to see particularly going into 2022 what that landscape's going to look absolutely. like as in cuz every week or every month we find there's something new happening with with events and and People's perception of them and stuff, but I think that 2022 is going to be going to be really interesting. But I think that the, the um, hang on, I've lost my train of thought.
0: Well, let's—I mean, let's let's not—why well, you get your train of thought back? Let's not beat, <laughs> let's not beat around the bush. You know, the event sector has been absolutely bashed. I mean, it's been absolutely oh, muddled by by the pandemic. You know, and, and really, I mean, we we're in the event sector, but we're we're lucky that we've got an adaptable business. You know, our, you know, we're still doing our, our our business, corporate filmmaking. We're still doing um, our work in in museums, and we're still doing lots of other things. Yeah. Um, you know, if we were only an events business, it 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 would be really hard.
1: Well, that's what I was going to say. It was like remembered now. It's Go all on. it's all come flooding back to me. It's the it opens doors. Hybrid events opens doors to smaller businesses and smaller gatherings of people and and people that or businesses that may never have considered in the past doing yeah. a live event now have the opportunity to do so. So like even we are considering sort of doing like live stream webinars and and being able to get people involved and spread a message in a, in a different way now that you can go that virtual route and there's no judgment on that anymore really. It opens a lot more doors to much smaller people smaller organizations charities different things doing finding different ways of communicating with people Yeah, absolutely
0: i mean um again a lot of the technology we use is is used um like church groups use it you know a lot of the li- mm. a lot of the live stream stuff that that we do you know has been embraced by um people who who have you know literally want to spread the word um you know and, and i think that um i mean in our in our sort of um, sector that we're in, in terms of sort of exhibitions and, and, and sort of live business events, then I think, as I say, I, th- I, I think that the expectations there, as I mentioned earlier, but also the other, the other aspect of it is that you can, there's, there's another angle whereby you can be at the event. And you can you can be watching a live stream of the event you're at in a different place. Yeah. So so you could you can get it you can get a group of colleagues together and you could say, hey, let's just watch this. Let's watch this person mm. We perhaps for whatever reason, you know, we don't feel comfortable being in the space that that it's happening in, or um, you know, w- w- whatever whatever your circumstances, provided the the connections there, both mm. um, both metaphorically and and you know um real in terms of your your technology provided the co- connections there then you know you can you can hook into these events and, and watch them so i I, yeah, I think it's really exciting i mean it's 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 daunting um
1: it's strange because it's not something that we before the pandemic we weren't necessarily going down that route initially and but on the on the basis of being of producing events and also hosting them i don't think anyone was really expecting it and now we're navigating this new Way of of celebrating well, things. It's... Well, I think
0: I think it was always a. I think I think the um, live streaming was only ever a bolt on, and mm. it was a bit. Uh, and and now it's become integral. And I think that you know we have we have the we have the technical expertise and we have the equipment, um, but it was always a kind of a, a, a cherry on top. It was always mm. a, there was always an element of it being a a frippery. Whereas now, as I say, it's a it's an integral. Part of the business offering um, for what we do, and also for the for our clients. So well, from
1: know. a from a networking perspective, what do you think? How do you think, um, or how have you found going down that route of networking with people virtually? And how how can how can an event provider best use their sort of event to make sure people can network um, and build connections? And... Well, they've got
0: to provide the, they need to provide the environment, and it has mm-hmm. to work, um, but also. It's got to be. It, it's, it's, there's got to be an ongoing relationship. I mean, um, in the I suppose in the very basic setting um, in an old in a, in a traditional um, networking environment, you're, you you know you, you pass business cards around, you share you share contacts, you know you, you see the whites of someone's eyes, and 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 you, you as long you need to have that mechanism in place mm. virtually f- to for it to make sense. There's no there's no point just having a chat with people. You know, mm. there's no point just going to someone's, you know, living room and, and chatting with them or wherever, and and then going, oh, that was okay. It has to it has to be, you know, it has to be. <laughs> what's that noise? <laughs> I don't know. It's
1: like a it's like a duck next door. <laughs> so we've
0: got a, a menagerie of... <laughs> <laughs> pond, pond if you can light.
1: hear that, it's not us.
0: Uh, yeah. What, what I was yeah. So what I'm saying is, like like all like, yeah, there's got to be a reason. There's got to be a purpose. We're not we don't we don't come to work just to chit chat. Well, well, we are
1: right now. We, I know we are. Right
0: now, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but you know, yeah, I, th- I think that the, the 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 a virtual networking event should deliver um, as well as a face-to-face networking. Well,
1: it cuts event. out that if you, it's efficient in terms of it cuts out all the things that you don't necessarily need. If you're yeah. attending an event purely to maybe for training, because a lot of businesses do, you have to. Do that. A lot of staff from businesses do feel like that you have to. Uh, meet a certain quota of training and hours they've spent learning and stuff like that it does open the doors to tick those boxes a lot quicker so. um and carry on and carry on with your job no i think i think it's with hybrid events it's something that we're still we're all still navigating but i think as long as as long as the support's there for event providers it's not something to be scared of i think that's as well as we've seen some people go in neck and heels straight into it going for it and and wanting to go virtual straight away and seeing the opportunity and others are taking a little bit more time to quite understand that and dip a toe in the water but businesses like ours we're we're used to dealing with different situations where our input might be more it might be less and that support needs to be there but it's great because we're learning so many more new pieces of technology and stuff and and you know it's it's nice to as well as an editor to be able to be more involved on the day as well. I like that rather than sort of because traditionally I sort of I receive that sort of work from from the event afterwards when we video them. But now I can be really part of it, and you can get stuff live. And there's
0: never any pressure with a live event, is
1: there? <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all. As not long there. as we press record, yeah, everything exactly. will be fine. Yeah. But well, no, I think I think that's it. Any any final words for our audience? Any final words? No, not really. I think I think we've I
0: think that yeah, just just we all just need to get back out there um you know in terms of you know if if it's virtual if it's face to face whatever as long as everyone stays safe we just need to just crack well, on if it, right?
1: if it can be virtual it should be virtual and that's or yeah. if it if it has the opportunity yeah. to then then there's nothing that there's nothing wrong with getting a few more ticket sales getting a few more people involved in your in your event that you might not have had before, Absolutely. from all over the world, getting more input, getting more involvement, the more the merrier. And,
0: and that's a good point, actually, from all over the world, because uh-huh. we're doing we're doing an event um, in a couple of weeks' time, and there are more people signed up from uh, Japan, USA, um, Australia and, uh, as well, yeah, than than there are European or UK um, uh, audience. So that's that's quite interesting that you can become you can be quite niche um, mm-hmm. And the other thing as well is that you can you can play with time zones. That if you're not yeah, if you're not yeah. in a if you're not in a um, in a hall that we're in the hall from 10 a.m. till 4 p.m. If you if you, if it's a perhaps less so a, a, a hybrid event, if a purely virtual event, you can do it at 10 o'clock at night for your for your U.S. market. Um, and try um,
1: and figure out the est well, yeah, as, SP, Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> yeah never's quite got that even then even then but uh, okay fine i've got two questions for you to okay. close this off first okay. one did you enjoy your holiday we've missed you oh yeah of course yeah, brilliant. <laughs> yes, yes i
0: i my, my um holiday in the in sunny scotland was fantastic yes
1: brilliant did you drink a lot from the distilleries or um well i have to say that
0: I don't really like whiskey, so we 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 were on Space Side, um, and there was some fantastic, amazing distilleries. But it's not really my it's not really my. Cup right, well, today. there
1: goes our three listeners who like whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Then, um, okay, interesting. Well, that's good. I'm glad you had a nice holiday. Okay. We had a good we had a good time talking. Andy was there talking about uh, well about the power of video and the evolution of technology, and we had Kiassi and Cody on as well. And last question, last but not least, if you could be in any movie, what would you be in?
0: Oh, wow. As in,
1: like, acting, like, being part of it, being in the movie. Oh,
0: I... um, Oh, gosh. I'm trying to think... These are all things I think about my way to work. I'm trying to think of something (laughs) highbrow, but I can never never come up with any... Pride and Prejudice.
1: uh, I don't know, maybe... Well, mine would be... North by
0: Northwest, or... or, What,
1: flying the plane or running away from it? No, running away from
0: it. (laughs) Or maybe a kind of like, um, or a Doc Brown.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 Yeah, I love it. Something
0: kind of like, maybe something really iconic, like an iconic um yeah. supporting
1: role maybe i want to be einstein from back to the future <laughs> yeah. if you know who that is <laughs> you know it'd be an easy role to follow um yeah, i think anything with tom hanks for me i love yeah. to be in a movie yeah. with tom hanks only just, meeting, just but... to meet him just just to be oh the north by northwest interesting yeah, just
0: just for the suits just to just to you know
1: We need that film noir look, like yeah, darling kind to, of voice yeah
0: just to look just to look you know okay that's good okay well
1: that's answered my question um If you want to, well, we'd love for you to keep listening to us and to find out more about what we're doing in the next few weeks. Uh, next week, we'll be talking about the power of cinema and how that's influenced video marketing, which is really exciting. A new episode comes out every Tuesday. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please make sure to give us a rate and a review and to give us a thumbs up and let us know what you think. Um, as well as that, you can find Howell Film on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as www.howellfilm.co.uk, where you can listen to this podcast or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: And one final thing, thank you for the positive feedback we've had.
1: Yeah, someone actually it's great.
0: But, uh, we actually had a, someone describe themselves as a fan the other day um, I know which was bizarre but fantastic thank you so well much we're,
1: re- we're very chuffed that people are enjoying it and we're going to keep going with it So, and we might even start filming them as well which a is vodka. a, a vidcast. vidcast or a vodka I think that's where you have vodka <laughs> yeah. but okay cool well we'll All see right. you soon thank, thank you. you bye, bye.